Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. From the studios of WFAN, this is Mike Zahn, Francesca on the fan on this Thursday, already the 27th day, believe it or not, of the month of July. August is upon us. Football camp tomorrow. We will be at the Giant camp tomorrow uh, as they open camp. We will be there tomorrow. So our day with the football Giants uh, comes earlier than most years. I think it's the earliest we've ever gone. Can't go any earlier because they're just starting camp. So, I mean, it can't go any earlier than we're going now. Uh, But we will be there uh, tomorrow. That's where we are headed. So uh, tomorrow, a football day. Obviously, plenty of baseball to get to. Mets uh, fall last night. Again, it, you know, the Mets fan, after a couple of days, he gets a little giddy. All the time. Well, maybe we, maybe we should look at this. Maybe we should look at it again. No, you should just start pairing off the players and thinking about next year. That's what you should do and not think about anything else. For the Yankees, obviously, still thinking about what they're going to add as they get ready to play uh, the Rays, a big, big four-game set. And CC Sabathia, who has had just a tremendous year, Really an unbelievable season uh, goes against Archer the season, uh, this evening as they open up that series against the Rays, who are very much in the thick of things uh, right now in the division. So, uh, you know, the Rays and the Yankees, people, uh, you know, wondered what would happen this year. Obviously, they've uh, both continued and done some uh, very interesting things. So uh, here we go as we uh, move into the late days of July and the early days of of August, the dog days are virtually upon us as we uh, get ready to zip into this uh, pennant race. A couple of days left before the thirty-first deadline. Uh, a deadline they should probably probably move back at least to August fifteenth, and I'll tell you why. With the second wild card, there are so many teams that are left on the fence that. Really, you debate day in and day out. Are they in? Are they out? Is Texas in? Is Texas out? Is Kansas City in? Is Kansas City out? Are the Pirates in? Are the Pirates out? So you have so many times that's the case. If you backed it up even a couple more weeks, 
you know, you give those teams a couple more weeks to kind of settle into the season and really be able to declare one way or the other. For a lot of these teams who are sitting right there on the fence, it is very difficult to declare one way or the other. You know, are we fish or fowl? Well, we're in between. We're kind of, you know, we're, we're kind of bouncing back and forth right around the 500 mark. We haven't been great all year, but we haven't been god-awful. A couple of our good players have started to pick it up. We kind of feel better about things, but do we want to, you know, do we want to add something? I don't know. Do we want to get rid of players? I don't know. So you get a lot of that right now, and especially with the second wild card, you get that, and you include, and you wind up including a lot of teams, really within, you know, four and five games of, of, of the situation. So you wind up with a lot of teams very, very close and very much in the mix. So, like I said, a couple of more weeks of that would really help because it would be, give you a better chance to kind of declare. At least you get a couple of more weeks of games. You get another 15 games off the schedule. You get a better idea of exactly who you are, what you are, as you can kind of go through these, you know, last days of July and early days of August. And uh, that's true of a lot of teams right now. And a lot of them go back and forth. You know, all of a sudden they have a five-game winning streak and they're feeling great about themselves. And then all of a sudden, you know, right when they think, all right, we're in it, we turn around and lose three in a row. And they're like, "Ah, now we're not in it. We're in it. We're not in it. We're not in it. So that is obviously a big part of it. The baseball will get to all that. Uh, As we said, the Giants, I mean, I, I look at the Giants as a team that has a chance to be very, very good in a very competitive conference, in a competitive division, but in a very competitive conference. I mean, I look at Atlanta and say, listen, they were the best team last year and didn't win. That's how I look at Atlanta. They were the best team. They were the best team in the playoffs. They were the best team in that game, and they still lost. So how does that impact their season? How does that impact their offseason? What is their mentality as they get ready for this year? Because to me, that's a, they did everything but win. Can you hold it together? A lot of times it's hard to hold it together as a loser. Look at Carolina. Carolina came off an incredible one-loss season. And you said, okay. And look what happened. Tinkered with the secondary never really blew the first game of the season, if you remember. Blew the game. Had a game over. Blew the game. Toping the campaign. Never recovered. Blew three or four games in the first six, seven weeks. Never recovered. Never had a season. Atlanta went out, improved the parts of the team they thought they had improved. They have made the commitment that we, we know we're still there. We know what we have. We know how good our offense is. So, Will Atlanta fall off at all? I think it'll be tough. What about Carolina? Again, a couple of pieces, they could definitely be back. What about Green Bay? Again, as long as you have that quarterback and that core, you look at that team and say they can be very tough. Seattle, is there anything left there? That's the one that I think if they've that has probably slipped enough that I don't believe in them anymore. And then you have the teams that are on the rise, and to me the Giants are one of those teams. And the Giants, to me, last year took a quantum leap, especially with what they did on defense. Yes, they had to overcome a lot of things on offense, and those things have to be patched up. It starts with the offensive line. It doesn't start with Eli for me. I'm not worried about Eli Manning. I know Eli Manning will be able to do the job here as long as the offensive line and the running game improve. I know, I know he will be able to do the job he needs to do. And I thought he threw the ball well in a Green Bay game. Threw it very well, as a matter of fact. But you have the offensive line. To me, Beckham... If you're making Beckham one of the points of emphasis, 
to me, that's only about whether or not the Giants are going to give him a long-term contract. There's no question he's going to be productive. He's always productive. The question is, will he show maturity? Will he show leadership? Will he show that he's ready to earn the fact that you want to make him someone that you can give a big contract to and have him here for his whole career? That's where he becomes an issue. The offensive line, critical. Left tackle, critical. Running game has to be better at the point of attack, has to be better in the four-minute game. And on defense, it's just more of the same. Solidify what you did last year. It became a terrific unit behind a great safety, a great young safety, behind the best run stopper in the league in snacks, behind a great safety in Collins, uh, best secondary I've ever seen the Giants have. Uh, enough play- pieces in the other places to really be good. And I think the defense has a chance to be outstanding. Specials you worry about, you never know year to year what's going to happen there. Okay, That is always an issue. And they do have some things to deal with there. But to me, offensive line, obviously the running, the running game is an offshoot of that. The protection is an offshoot of that. The red zone efficiency is an offshoot of that, where it should be much better. They should be more explosive, especially with a tight end that gets down the field, especially with Marshall in the red zone. So there's a lot of things I like about this team, and I think they have a chance to be very, very good. Playoffs? Shouldn't be an issue. More than that, well, that's the steps you have to start to take starting tomorrow to get there. So plenty of baseball, football. We'll get it all rolling uh, on this Thursday right after this.